Bam, started recording. You're all dressed nicely. What happened at work today, Taylor? Oh, nothing. I just... Uh, you didn't meet with I, the I boss. Didn't. Today wasn't promotion day. It, it, I didn't have a lot of clean shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I just went in, and this is like a cheap-ass shirt off of Amazon. Like, maybe two or three years ago, I was like, I need some, I need some just like collared t-shirts. And so, like, the way I shop is like, I bought one off of Amazon, and I was like, this is fine. Like, it's not that, like, the it's, it's a little, like, shoulders a little too narrow, but mm-hmm. like, $13. I'm not going to not buy 10 of them and so now it's just my my whole uh it's my whole circulation do you, you don't even you've got jackie for your you're, clothes thing. you're a when step you ahead thinking. so jackie and i have been fussing about this lately the uh what are the shirts i wear that everybody hates hollister is that right hollister or american eagle one of those two. Oh, yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't know they were both hated but but the hollister <laughs> shirts um, i always mix them up when they were new i thought they fit pretty well like i thought i looked good in them now i hate them I hate them so much. I partly because you know the internet has rained down fussing about it, but also they don't fit right anymore. And they I shrunk, ha- right? They shrunk, yeah. And I have this rack of like, I don't know, thirteen of them, twenty of them, like a ton. All of them fit badly, and it looks like I've got fifty shirts to choose from. But first, like, cut down half of them because they're winter shirts. They're long sleeve of some sort, so they're out. And then, like, another half of the remaining are collared shirts that I wear on the show. So they're out. Then I have, like, 13 ill-fitting Hollister shirts. And uh, I was like, God, this sucks. So I tried. I put some in the Amazon cart. And this is a thing we do in my family. We'll throw them in the cart. And then whatever. Like, they just get ordered down the road. Or maybe you just want to mull it over. Yeah, I do the same thing. Jackie said those shirts were ugly. And I'm like, God, they might be ugly, but they're tall. So I expect them to shrink in like proportions that work. What I hate is that they tend to lose the length. And then I don't, they just get really sort of squarish and they make me wide. But they yeah, they look like sh- free carnival t-shirts after <laughs> a while. They're just as boxy and ill-fitting. Yes. And that's what they are. But I'm like, if they're long, then I feel like they'll shrink into proportions that are good for me. Let's try it. Let's roll the dice. I'm willing to bet $13 in two shirts that this works out. And Oh, she... that's that's the way I've always golfed. I don't <laughs> instead of learning how to hit the ball straight, I'm like, "All right, well, I always hook it about 100 yards to the right, so I'm going to aim 100 yards to the left." <laughs> that's how I did my shirt. Well, that's not how we're going. She took those out of the cart, ordered two different ones, and we're experimenting in in that route. They'll come tomorrow. But yeah, uh, if one what of brand? them works out, if we one of them is Amazon Basics, and the other is, is yeah. something else. I don't know, uh, but they won't be they won't be like notable brands. I'm pulling it up right now. Amazon Basics has some good stuff. Amazon Essentials, Essentials, yeah, something like and, that. And is Amazon Gold Essentials, Toe a thing? It says Gold Toe Men's. Yeah, they make socks and <laughs> right, maybe other stuff. I, don't I know. guess green T-shirts as well. Well, anyway, we're about to raise the level of t-shirts in my wardrobe usually when i buy shirts on amazon that aren't just like mass buy shit like this Mm -hmm. it's like i need to find a flat earther shirt (laughs) all right i need to find a shirt about bigfoot all right i need to i need to get a shirt that has (laughs) donald trump with a halo on it but then i need it also to have one that has obama with a halo on nope they don't make those same shirts (laughs) so yeah ironic shirts that i never wear off of this show so it's such a waste dude i let me circle back to that um i, I want to make it but i usually have notes i can write i don't have anything here but um 
Uh, the shirt thing. Well, anyway, on the what you were talking about with the weird shirt, I used to sell shirts that said "bitches be crazy," and I, I'd only wear them like at the house or like all sorts of weird, dumb stuff. I'd film a video, and then I'd find myself like picking up the groceries and "bitches be crazy" shirts, and it's like, God, no, I just play someone else on the internet. This this isn't what I really wear. Oh, I've I've done that for sure. I've I was at a gas station the other day. Like I had gone to Home Depot and Home Depot it was so it's so big that I feel like you can almost because it's all like self checkout with those guns now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it wasn't a busy time, so I felt like I just walked in in my t-shirt and my athletic shorts, grabbed what I needed, and then got out. Don't, didn't even feel like anybody saw me. But it wasn't until I got to a gas station and was filling up, and I was like, I want a Red Bull or something. That sounds good. That I like looked in my reflection in my car window my driver window and i saw mm -hmm. i was wearing that green there's no place i'd rather be than beaver valley <laughs> and it's got a naked woman laying down with like tits for mountains and just a clear pussy waterfall and i was like you know what you don't need a red bull that bad you know, you <laughs> yeah. just, I, just, I, I forewent it and so i saved myself a little money so maybe that's what i need to do just wear humiliating shirts <laughs> a listener a might watch this and be like just buy quality clothes and i get that that's not crazy mostly but like i, I saw carthart shirts nice on amazon right I, I i think of carthart as a company that makes good clothes especially if you're just looking for t-shirts like oh i bet they'll be quality material and pre-shrunk and all that fun stuff yeah but they were like 28 dollars a t-shirt it's just like wowzers you know that's seemed... like carhartt.com no do you think they're cheaper there what a lot of people do on amazon is they'll purchase bulk either from distributors or from the company themselves give themselves like a really small margin and then just resell it on amazon and so like those chips you and kyle got uh chips. the 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 shebang the she whole shebang chip is that what it's called i don't remember this is there was a food no the, a yeah the potato chips for that you can only get oh, in jail oh yes yeah okay yeah. now yeah chips yeah, the, yeah those like those whole shebang chips i saw somebody on the subreddit a couple weeks ago like, because I think you were like, it was $12 for this bag. Outrageous. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. And the guy was like, turns out they have a website. I went there and I got 12 bags for six bucks or something. And so clearly some asshole is just going to their website, buying it, and then <laughs> hosting it either out of his home or a distribution center and, and making money. So, yeah, I, I almost always, if it's like a name brand, double check the website itself. That would have been smart. Make their whole living doing that. I think just that um, Junkyard used to do something markets. like that. He sold like Western apparel on eBay, like cowboy shoes, oh. cowboy hats, uh, button down shirts. But, you know, there's like a Western style. I don't know. The buttons are different. Maybe they're snaps. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, he, that's what he did. For, for low ties. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess there was a market for it. I don't know. There was nothing in the least bit immoral about it. He's just selling no. stuff on eBay. Yeah, so. I always had it, like, good for those people who can run that hustle. But, dude, I always had it in my head he was a shoe person. Didn't he sell shoes online I, or something? You like, might be right, but I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think I'm right, though. I think he sold all sorts of Western apparel. Maybe shoes, okay. too. Speaking of nothing immoral, but <laughs> speaking of immorality, have you seen the only Use Me Blade, like, spicy stuff going on i haven't seen uh i have the only thing i saw is i saw somebody tweet me an image of his leg that's going Ooh, around yes and it's like like it's it is so much unless somebody's tweeted that at me and said like and people confirmed like this is only use me blades like i'd be like no it's not no it's not it's a really old person with diabetes and they're about to lose their foot 
and they're probably their lower leg. Like I, I am blown away. Like he's got open sores that clearly aren't healing because his blood flow is so bad. It's like, holy fucking shit, dude, this is real deal. You're going to, you are probably at the point where that leg isn't salvageable. Like you're going to lose your fucking leg unless you go to a doctor and get whatever treatment and then get a full hundred percent lifestyle change where you're not eating sugary foods and drinking liquor at uh, 8 a.m. I was talking to Chiz about this online. We were just t chatting on Discord. And it's uh, raised my awareness that I don't know jack shit about this kind of thing, right? My legs always have, like, bruises and cuts on them and stuff. But that's because I've been doing, like, I, I think I, did, I was like, I've been doing the kind of shit that eight-year-olds do for 40 years now. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, a little trauma here and there. Like, yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Just yeah. normal. Yeah. But um, uh, his were not like that. And, and some, I just... His wounds are so foreign to me. They're not little pieces of trauma. He didn't bang it on a rock here and there. Like, and mm -hmm. I'm like, legs that aren't hit that degrade is a weird thing to me. His legs are degrading. And I, I, like, the coloration is the so color, dark. Oh, that didn't match the two legs. That's weird to me. Uh, it look, if, you would have, if someone showed me that and said, dude, check out what these spider bites did to this guy's <laughs> leg, I'd be like, Holy shit, that's scary. I believe you because it looks like what I would imagine. A, a I had to Google to necrotic life. because I didn't really know what it meant. And Chiz was like, it's not necrotic. There's just, you know, open sores that aren't healing. I looked it up and uh, am I pronouncing it right, necrotic? Yeah. It's just when your stuff dies. And he's like, you know, his, he has open sores from a lack of circulation. And it's like, that's not necrotic. But again, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying I don't know what I'm talking about. I have no experience in here, but it... I don't know, wounds that just create on their own and die and open and don't heal. What's that all about? Oh, is yeah. diabetic maybe? And it's probably maybe something like that or, or maybe he's pre-diabetic and he just isn't getting like the alcoholism for so many, so many years is getting to him. But like, like what kind of struck me is like, oh, fuck, this isn't a day one thing. It's not like he woke up this morning and was like, oh, shit, got to get this under control. It's like. He's been living with that leg for a long, long time, looking like that, or like it degrees lesser than that. But like that, that it's been that way for a while. You don't wake up one morning and it's oh my god, there's old sores all over my dark colored leg that are that's gonna fall off. Which means to me, he's seen this kind of writing on the wall for months, a year. I don't fucking know the the timeline, but it's clear that this is a long term thing that's been happening and progressing, and he doesn't care. But, right, like yeah. he's not taking any, I would be I would want to rephrase doesn't care. Life. It just it, somehow it's not his top priority when for you or I it would be. You know, oh, like yeah. that that pull I of, love of the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the pull of the alcohol has somehow managed to prioritize itself over even possibly losing a leg or getting diabetes treated or, or like oh my yeah. it's he has a very serious condition that he's not addressing. And I I do I, I don't know anything. I'm such a jackass about this stuff. But I, I have it in my head, like, all he needs to do is cure the underlying thing. Stop drinking, and the leg snaps back, I think, I hope. I, 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 would have, I, don't, I have no idea about, uh -huh. like, because at one point you are far, like, too far gone to recover from stuff like that. But if it's, like, a diabetic thing, it's probably, it's not just the booze. It's, like, he's been drinking and his eating habits have been horrendous. 
for so long. You know, it's like it's not like he's oh I'm gonna have some uh, vodka shots on, on this nice Tuesday morning, and then I'm going to have a kale salad with some grilled chicken and uh, a banana. It's like that has gone on with the lifestyle of fuck it, pizza, fuck it, candy, ice cream. I'm already in for a penny with this booze. May as well be in for a pound with eating whatever the fuck I want. And you know, have, have you that, seen that this, catches up to you. Have you seen the sexual assault allegations? I think I heard something about it, but I haven't looked into it. The leg I, is what I mostly. I've looked about. into it. Uh, I saw all the videos. I've seen. Uh, I think I've seen it more than once now. Uh, for start, all right, first thing, I've enjoyed Blade's company for like a decade now. We're not close. I don't think I've spoken to him for a couple of years. But I'm a very sort funny, of charismatic guy. Admit yeah. my bias, like out of the gate. Yeah, I like Blade. I've always liked Blade. Um, I feel like he's on the wrong path right now. We can all yeah. see that, but. There's my bias. Uh, people are throwing out rape. That's not what rape is. He, he's gropey, I think. Uh, Can you break down the like what it what he's accused of or what the story so, is? So um, there's this girl. I don't remember her name. You know, she they all have names that aren't real. Like you know, there's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pixie Diamond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she drank too much, and she had what was clearly consensual sex with this dude Bjorn. Right. Uh, I think the the early parts of it are actually filmed and she's on top of him and he's undoing her bra. And that's just that's what consensual sex looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. So that went down and uh, sex or not, whatever. She was clearly consensually fooling around with the dude. And then he the dude and Blade are sort of up front in the RV and Blade's like, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to go kick it. Lay back there under the covers. Right. And yeah. he lays it out like the draw back there is not this passed out drunk girl but the covers right oh just getting some some rest just getting yeah. some rest i need some z's that's that's the real attraction back there the the passed out girl <laughs> i could take her or leave her and, and uh he's pretty drunk at the time I got yes her. yes yeah. he's drunk at the time and it's impacting his decision making but not excusing it that's how drunk works yeah and uh um so he goes back there and the chat goes wild. The chat is like, Bjorn, you can't allow this. Do, do not make this, let this just happen back there. Don't be a, a, a passive, I don't know, bystander while he's back there doing bad things. So he goes back there and kind of pulls her up front. And then uh, I hope I this is all from the passed out girl and is like, all right, just just come sleep in the chair next to me up here. That kind of thing. Don't you wish? No. Instead, he says, Blade, you should come out of this bed. He does. Oh. Briefly. Blade acts like he didn't get up because Bjorn told him to. It was like, I had to pee. And then he goes back to the girl. And it's like, just take a break here. Hypothetical single tailor doesn't climb into bed with a passed out girl. Right? Like. You don't even want to be accused of bad things that happen there. You, you don't jump into bed with girls that, that are passed out. Like, that's that's bad mm -hmm. behavior. Even I've, if I've had it happen before. I've been at a house party at my friend's, mm -hmm. and I, and he's like, one of those things where it's like, you know, we're underage or whatever, and it was like, all right, well, there's a bunch of, like, mattresses around and shit, so everybody just goes to sleep wherever. Now, I like, like, at the time, I was like, oh, I'm pretty drunk, but... If I go to bed a little earlier, I'll get a mattress instead of the hardwood floor. <laughs> and so I went up there and I found a mattress and I, I fell asleep on like a full that was laying on the ground. And I woke up and there was a 
uh, she wasn't still drunk because it was the morning, but she was asleep next to me. Just some girl I didn't know. Really? Who had clearly come up a little later that night and taken half the bed. And I was like, even then, like, like getting over to hangover was like, man, if I had pulled what you pulled, that would not be chill. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I agree. There's a double standard there. And, and I, 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 I agree with everything you said. But I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have climbed into bed with a passed out chick for fear of the accusation, maybe. But um, yeah. he did more than once. And the stream is like going wild with these like rake accusations. Is it just him and uh, Bjorn? And, and then the girl? Well, uh, Bjorn is like in the front of the RV, it seems. And then there's a door that closes the bed, makes it private, that Blade keeps coming and going from. So Blade goes but back like, there. Bjorn is the only guy who can stop him from doing this. There's nobody else on the bus. I think that, so. I'm also not sure if maybe okay. the RV is moving and there's a driver who's just not Let's part of the story. Okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, to move this along, Bjorn goes back there a second time. And you can, I think, pretty clearly see Blade's hand some, under the covers pulling away from her undercarriage. It's hard to say what's going on. Exactly, it's under the covers. But but that's the Doesn't thing. look good. Right? It's it's not a good look. And then uh you know he's acting like he's sleeping and you know he was inter it's like oh yeah, what was me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Funny you just walked in, didn't notice until this moment. Not the Shut moment. Shut the curtain. It's bright. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I think he's got a heart on because he, he walks out with like a blanket over his waist. Like, man, it's so cold back there. So cold. Cold. Cold like you wouldn't believe. Uncomfortably cold. And Bjorn goes back and checks it out. He's like, I don't know, man. The air conditioner's not on. Um, it, I, I don't know what to make but of the whole... But you do have an erection. <laughs> but you're holding in that blanket up with your cock. <laughs> I distinctly remember her also going to bed with clothes on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's the that's pretty fucked. the core of it. He sort of comes in and out and and they're talking about like rape. That, look, that I, unless I'm misunderstanding what rape is, that's sexual assault. You know, it's like a lower yeah, grade of rape. Assault. And um and Blade is very offended that that he's being like painted with this picture right now. That 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 people are saying he's a sexual assaulter and he's like she's trying to ruin my life. I haven't seen her talk about this at all. She says she just has no memory of the night. Uh, it's it's all the people who are on the stream, people doing like almost Mr. Medicare style videos, like clipping together one sequence after the other. And uh, he's in a lot of hot water. And again, to me, Chiz disagreed, but this was like a downstream effect of being drunk. You know, like it. <sighs> what did Chiz think that it was like? Chiz, he said something, if I don't want to mispaint him, but something along the lines of like alcohol just brings out the true you, maybe magnifies who you actually are. And uh, I'm like, I don't know. I've always know. disagreed with that take. Alcohol changes, like, if you're that drunk, changes pretty much everything about you. Changes your sense of humor, changes the way you speak. Like, it, it like, uh, I'm yeah. not, I just thought that was like a smooth brain take where it's like a, you know, you get drunk and you see what someone really is. It's like, aha, she's been a vomiting idiot the whole time. Like, <laughs> well, like, like he was like, you know, maybe people that turn violent are actually just a little bit violent, but inhibited. And then their inhibitions are gone after drinking. People who are rapey are maybe, maybe. like rapey in their core, but, you know, you take those inhibitions away. But I, 
don't necessarily think that it just magnifies the true you. I think, you know, yeah. it, it can have all kinds of bad weird things effects. with like inhibitions. That's true. It, like, to it, me, it, yeah. like I, I brought up the example of the chiz privately. I was like, I was in my early 20s. Maybe. maybe I was a college freshman or something. And we drank and like 10 of us went naked around a block, a city block and back into the house. <laughs> so naughty. And uh, <laughs> But I'm not a flasher. I, like, I, like, I don't think that it brought out the true me. And I, like it, it just brought up bad decision making, right? Like, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think that Blade's bad decision making is a downstream effect of the alcohol. Just like the legs are, and it's like, what does rock bottom have to be for him? Right? Do, like, like, you got 100,000 people accusing yeah. him of sexual assault. You got his legs rotting off. I, I'm not a doctor, but that's what I'm seeing. Doesn't look good. And it's like, what? What do you need? You know, you go to those, I've never been to one, but like I'm told you go to those uh, AA meetings and you hear the stories of like what they did. And it's like, oh my mm-hmm. God, can you believe it? Blade has, oh my God, can you believe it stories? Oh yeah, like the uh, the leg thing is blowing me away because like, uh. and for some people, like for their drug or alcohol addiction, the only real rock bottom that could stop them is being incarcerated, like being put in prison where it's like, nope, sorry, you can't get your heroin now. You can't get your booze. You can't get your drug of choice. Like you have to stay here. And who knows, maybe, that, maybe that's the rock bottom for him. But yeah, based on that story, it seems like he was being a real scumbag uh, piece of shit to that that lady. Uh, You're not wrong, but I, I've always enjoyed his company. And I want to call, but but yeah, yeah, he, yeah that's that, that kind of stuff. Though it's a bad taste in your mouth, right? You right. Know. Like, imagine if that girl. Imagine if I knew that girl for ten years, and I always enjoyed her company, and Blade oh, did yeah. that. I would have a very negative take on this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that what's his face Bjorn was there and and kind of shut that shit down. It's yeah, it's it's interesting to me. And I, I look, I don't, I'm not the uh, uh, ice Poseidon historian, but for all the hots, highs, and lows everyone in that stream goes through, I don't remember Bjorn ever being the bad guy. And yeah, I, I've only gone to their subreddit. Like I remember last time we were talking regularly about ice was when Kyle was into watching his streams, mm-hmm. and I would pop in once a week, once every couple of weeks, just to go to like top this week memes on his subreddit, try and get a feel. Every single time they hate ice. <laughs> they, they they're just like he sucks. He's the worst. You know this content blows. Uh, the Mexican guy, they hate him, and then. Uh, at the time, it was like Bjorn is our true lord. <laughs> and it was like, okay, well, this guy seems pretty chill. Yeah, so, but, yeah, that's about the extent of my ice Poseidon uh, knowledge. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I, oh, and the other thing, and again, this is—I <laughs> have a hard time saying this, but I think part of what makes Blade so gropey because there's other incidents too of him like grabbing girls butts or boobs or what have you in an inappropriate way, wanting them to sit on his lap. Uh, but like, you know, pulling him into his lap, I should say. I think these are all things. Um, I think Yeah, that- I'm watching a Only Use Me Blade gets very drunk and gropes Corinne <laughs> right now, just I- on silent. <laughs> I-, I think that he's not doing the kinds of things that pull in girls right now, right? He's, how many pounds overweight do you think he is? 150, 200? A, g- a good bit, yeah. 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 Uh, Girls don't like that. That's not a girl thing. Uh, girls usually aren't too hip on like a lack of career prospects. You know, poverty, that's not an, a, a big attractive point. 
and mismatched mm-hmm. leg colors with ulcers and alcoholism. Like this is yeah, severe <laughs> alcoholism, a soon to be one legged man. <laughs> these are yeah. these like it, if Blade somehow watches this, like Blade, my man, you're falling into like the bottom one or two percent of of attractiveness and things that girls are looking for. Uh, and I think that that is motivating like the gropiness, you know, like it, it, if he could actually pull some tail a little better then uh, he might be able to behave like a normal man. I think, I think it's definitely truth to that. If he was getting laid regularly, he wouldn't have these weird impulses, but like you're saying he's in like the bottom one, two percent of attractiveness. Like, uh, I'm t- like, He's to the point. Are you disagreeing with that? Right? On, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it a little further, honestly, like a little bit more brutal. Is he's to the point where he's at the very bottom rung among alcoholics, like among people who share your problem, your disease, whatever, whatever it is. Like, dude, your leg's gonna fall off. Like, do you not look around and see you live? And your whole livelihood, my understanding, is getting drunk and high with people who just get drunk and high all day and fuck around on camera and do embarrassing or funny things in public. And of all those people who are getting fucked up all the time, boozing and smoking weed or doing whatever, you're the guy that all of them are like, fuck, I'm, I'm six shots deep of Crown Royal myself, but he's scaring me, dude. Like, that is the level he's at is even the other people around him. And like you pull a boilerplate off the street alcoholic and show him this antics of the leg that scares them. Like he's got, he's got some underlying issues that, that have not been addressed and who knows what they actually are. You know, that has led to the, the alcoholism and the drug. I don't want to say drug addiction. Cause I don't know. Maybe he just does booze. Right. I, I wouldn't I but, know. I, uh, I'll do the counterpoint. Yeah. You sure. go to skid row and see all the people lined up at the food shelter. Top 50th percentile. Yeah, yeah, well, those guys... Wait, they're the top 50th of, of attractiveness? Only Use Me Blade <laughs> would be more attractive than half of them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably, definitely so. I, th- but like, I, I, I would reckon that he showers almost daily. Um, they're heroin people there. Uh-huh. That's even more extreme than booze. Like so, yeah, of all, or they probably do booze too. Those are very common mental you know, illness items. I think so. I don't. Think I don't Blaine know, man. But if he does see this, illness. like, you gotta, you gotta, dude. How does that leg not scare the shit out of you? If I woke up tomorrow and my leg was like that, I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't brush my teeth. I would be on the way to the hospital in thirty seconds. There's a term for it in aviation: normalization of deviance, where like you're doing your pre-flight. And something's like a little not perfect, but you're like, ah, it's fine. And then, mm-hmm. you know, 10 flights later, now it's pretty far from perfect. You're like, ah, it always, it seems okay. And then before, works out. before long, you're like, yeah, you know, so there's like oil coming out of the head and the exhaust kind of rattles a bunch, but you know, it seems okay to me. They, they, yeah. And I think that that normalization of deviance might be how his leg creeped up to it. Like we see it at stage nine and we're like, Oh my God, what happened to this man? Yeah. He's watched it slowly deviate from normal over time. Even then, though, he's got the control leg to look at right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, if he thinks, like, 
that leg is not going to soon follow. Or, you know, you're a streamer, man. How are you going to stream if you don't have legs or if your fingers start falling off or whatever? Like, uh, it's just scary shit. Dude, and he's so trifling with. He's so cool. I don't know how to phrase it better because right now he's like in the midst of sexual assault controversy. But he has a. Uh, an emotional quotient EQ. If people heard this, it's like IQ, but for yeah. like emotion and getting along with people's social IQ. That's pretty high. You know, I, I watched him like go to a casino and get in all this trouble. And he, I can't do it the way he does, but he's live streaming and he's got on his phone. You can see that what he's doing is recording and showing to everyone what's happening everywhere. And what's happening is like a fight. His friends are, bullying people in the casino and the security guards are there and he manages to say like dude i'm facetiming right now facetiming being like the video phone call on the in the apple world if people don't know dude mm -hmm. i'm facetiming right now in a way that is like security guard would you please stop interrupting this call i'm having with this person you're being impolite and but all that is conveyed just through like tone and tenor and mood and I'm like, man, this guy, like he has a kind of crowd control EQ that's really good. That's why he's chill to hang out with. Um, mm -hmm. But it only works so far and it only happens, it only works when you're so drunk. And, but yeah, the Blade's, it, it, listener, if you knew Blade, especially the Blade I knew 10 years ago, you'd have liked that guy. You know, you watch his yeah. Sunday chill commentaries or something. He's a pretty chill guy. You 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 like the blade that I knew. Even back then, he was like maybe I don't want to be out of line. He 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 drank quite a bit back then, right? Like this is this is like a fifteen year thing for him. Like a, I, I don't know the total amount of time, but I know it's been a while. He's probably what late thirties. Or so I would guess, yeah, yeah. I Blade's been drinking for I I know uh, Blade drinking. Oh shit, there may be even longer than that. Blade drinking stuff that isn't widely known. Like I, I, that I was told is private a long time ago, so I'm not going to share. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, he's had challenges with alcoholism and trouble for a long time. Yeah, that's so. So really, like people are just now seeing this is probably where it's going to come to a head. I would imagine because this is like. Just based on his leg, and I know the sexual assault thing is is terrible, but like if if there's a dozen videos or whatever, maybe these aren't all the same instance. I don't know, but if there's these accusations of groping and stuff, then you know that clearly hasn't been a, a rock bottom being filmed doing those things. But the leg thing, man, like that that's gonna get real, real fucking quick. Is it because he's he, oh yeah, he's living his life drunk to drunk to drunk to drunk, and so he's not really internalizing the things going on around him. Like he's just kind of in a haze, I would assume, and that <laughs> he's gonna lose his fucking leg. So you would just seem to know something about this leg condition that I don't. All I most of what I learned about medicine comes from television and my injuries. That's how I learned medicine. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, so I, I learned some bones when I break them in that area. I learned about tendons and ligaments. Anyway, you and Chiz are like sounding the alarm. On what looks like some not even skin deep sores, in the coloration, and mm -hmm. like if I recall, there was like a like almost like a, a size or texture difference between the two legs, and it's like yeah, it won't. man, this, 
this is this is real deal shit. Like your your leg is atrophying, the skin is dying, it's not able to repair itself. Is it atrophying gonna... or is the other one swollen? Because I went the other direction. I'm it not... could it, you know what? It could be that he's got uh lymph what is it, lymphoma? Is that I, what I that was is? gonna say lymphoma. What like what Boogie had. I don't know what Boogie yeah, had. Yeah, where you like stick your finger like silly putty and like <laughs> stays the same shape. So yeah, it, it, I can't imagine something being more of a wake-up call than having to eventually get dragged to a doctor by your fellow streamers because that's what's going to happen if I had to wager. He's not going to wake up one day and go, oh, my God. He's probably going to wake up one day and go, oh, time for my my morning Blade, uh, Jaeger. I want to say this, Blade. This might Pretty be good advice. Sad. If you go to the ER and get that leg looked at, might be good content. Just saying. that's the way you need to frame it. Yeah. Good content. Hey, uh, you know, super chatters or people who donate on Twitch or wherever it is. Tell them to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does need to go. Yeah, it is good. Tell him to go. Maybe he'll just maybe he'll just drop in in the middle of a stream. Like, you know what? We're going to get into casino fights again. But here's something we don't do all the time. Urgent care. And <laughs> just. He needs like an ER or something. It might be. I don't know, but I also the only thing I know is like that look on a leg, not good. Means it's probably gonna <laughs> fall off. I do that but much. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the extent to it. Like it's just I don't know. It looks so fucking bad that it doesn't seem like one of those things that you can just stop and it'll be like, oh well, let's oh. let's heal these sores. Let's do this and that. We're back to normal. That's interesting because I've had the opposite takeaway again. If if it's not caused by trauma, I don't know much about medicine. That's really where I get my background. The, the way his is his happening, I would wager, is him like those little wounds. It's happening because he's stumbling around, bumping into things drunk, and he's not noticing injuries. Oh, see, now right? I took it in a different direction. Mine was like his circulatory system is not working properly um, because of drinking or diabetes, and their wounds causing because they're not getting like the nourishment that skin needs but i don't know I, yeah i was i assumed like i'm like you're right with the the diabetes or the skin the circulation or whatever the hell being the reason it doesn't cure but i'm guessing that he like walks really hard into the corner of a coffee table or mm -hmm. something and he doesn't fully internalize it you know because he's so drunk and because he's probably lost some sensation in that leg and now a little little mark that would be fine and heal on itself with with like three days time is a, an ordeal. Yeah. Now no white blood cells are getting wounds. there. Yeah, and it's going to end up getting worse and worse, and bacteria is going to get in. You're going to get an infection. How are your white blood cells going to get there to fight the infection? I don't know what I'm talking about, but I've seen house. <laughs> Me neither. And it, it seems serious. <laughs> it's clearly. What what is it? Never leper. It's never lupus. Lupus. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. going for. <laughs> it's neither lupus nor leprosy. But. Uh, yeah. I I and see now. I thought like if hypothetically the guy goes through a lifestyle change, you know, he just puts down the drink. Which I know there's withdrawal systems. I don't know how serious it is, or I don't get it. I'm not not, my, not an expert. But if he just puts down the alcohol, has himself a, a turkey sandwich instead of a pizza. That his leg comes back, you know. I would it, hope so. That, that everything just bounces back if he gets some proper nutrition and less poison. But I don't know because yeah. I've talked to you and Chiz now, and both of you seem to think that he's a step away from losing a leg. Which I think he wow. is. Yeah, like, and I don't think he's. 
I think he's quite a few steps away from choosing that turkey sandwich and glass of milk option. What does that look like? What is it like? So a lot of people, it's rock bottom, right? They wake up on the side of the road in a in a gutter with yucky water running on them and say, you know what? This is my change. I feel like Blades had worse than that. You know, yeah. What, he what are his up, ordeals? I don't know. Well, right now he's got about six hundred thousand people accusing him of sexual assault, so that's got to suck. I made up that number, but it seems reasonable. <laughs> and it's also cyclical, where in his head, like he's so deep into his probably routine of addiction that it's like, like, oh, everybody's accusing me of this and that. I don't want to think about this. I'm going to get drunk. Oh, I did something terrible while I was drunk, and now I ah, I just don't want to think about that. It's embarrassing. I, I I wore a diaper on stream and peed on something, ah, or pooped on something. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna drink again and forget about that. Remember when oh, he put okay. his finger in his butt on stream? I never actually watched that clip. I've only oh. heard you guys describe it. Yeah, I, I think someone offered a donation for it. It was like ten dollars or a hundred. Like. It wasn't the kind of money that would motivate a normal person to put his finger in his butt. But yeah, he. That was the thing that undeniably happened, and that could be a rock bottom. He's had so many incidences, incidents that should qualify as a rock bottom. What's it going to take? Like you said, maybe it's incarceration. I don't know. I, I think that's probably it. Like someone will have to physically take prevent it. him from drinking. <sighs> yeah, and it, yeah. like. I'm almost wishing incarceration on him as a friend. If that's it's a it's a weird thing, right? Like, but I remember um, at one time, a lot of people were kind of like pressuring me to bring wings into the guest house and do a boot camp with him again, and I didn't like that idea. It was like, like I wasn't on his team at the time, like uh, whatever. And I talked to Kyle and he laid it out for me in a really interesting way. He's like, don't you want like a higher power to just swoop in and fix him? It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I would like that. You know, if, if, if some higher power would just give him the life coaching he needs or whatever. And he's like, that's, that's who you are to these viewers. They don't see you as a regular guy who would, you know, upset his whole life and wife and kids and this and that, you know, to, to do this for a, a, you know, a guy who I, I didn't feel like he had earned it. Um, that's what I want for Blade. I want some higher power to just sort of force him into a healthier lifestyle. That, yeah. And if that's incarceration or I don't know, AA, something. Yeah, I I, I don't follow him enough to know. I'm, everything I'm saying, anybody listening, if it's wrong, I wouldn't be surprised because I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm guessing a lot. I don't watch his even back in the day. I really didn't watch Blade's really? content. I'd watch like a video here or there. Like there, there were very, I didn't religiously watch many YouTubers. I mainly got into it because of the reason you said where I'm like, I don't want to just watch these guys' videos. I want to be able to like play with them and get mm -hmm. to know them. And so like, well, of course, like shit like FPS Russia, but that's not a gaming channel. That was just like, oh, I wonder what Kyle's blowing up. And then watching uh, watching some of your videos and, and that kind of shit. But yeah, yeah. suffice to say enough on Blade. I don't want to feel like we're piling on even more but actually, no, we're not piling on. If anything, we're saying this mostly with concern and then also some derision for the sexual assault things because come on, fucker, like you can't be pulling that shit. Of course, people feel bad for you because your life seems fucking sad 
seems sad and depressing. It seems like you're drunk so often, even you don't want to be living your life. Like, so maybe Gosh. You know, think about things like that. You're <laughs> dropping truth bombs, Taylor, and things are blowing up. <laughs> like, <laughs> the... The sexual fix your diet, that's fix some your bad drinking. behavior, right? And I'm coming at this through my bias. Like, like I said, if I had known one of these girls for 10 years and Blade was groping at her, pulling them onto his lap or grabbing their butts or climbing into bed with them and doing yeah. I don't know what under the covers with his hand, um, I, I, would, I would think really badly about like. I have a hard time viewing it through that lens. I don't like to think it because I, I like to think good things about Blade and fuck. I feel you. I was, uh, I actually did watch the most recent UFC. Really? Yeah. I had some friends over and then I uh, did too. We watched it on my, my Dude. TV downstairs. It was, it was pretty entertaining. I like, I don't remember what I'd ha I always have to look up the fucking fights well, as we're talking about it, what did you think the of the all body fight? The the Costa versus Romero perfect specimen sample fight that do you not remember them? That was yeah, I thought that one was great. Yes. The one where this they they were just beating the shit out of each other for like well, the entire time. Dude, like, that was my favorite fight. Yeah. So it happens about Four times a year, maybe. Will there be a UFC event that's like notable enough for me to really set everything aside? Tell the family I'll be watching the fights tonight. Jackie, I need some snacks. I, I'm going to need you on point for snacks. Like that scene at the end of Saving Private Ryan when they explain yeah. to the guy how he has to deliver ammo. That's Jackie with soft pretzels and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was one of those nights. And then Yol Romero fights Costa, and I'm there like, we got any spicy brown mustard? Fuck. I suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're never going to look like Yol Romero with soft pretzels in your... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating at 11 p.m., you fat piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you know why these guys look like this? Because they don't eat at 11, and they never touch pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I also thought, like, I need steroids. Oh, my God. Yo, Romero's, like, roughly my age. What is he, 40, 42? Oh, I didn't realize he was that that old. Yeah, I'll look that's him up real quick. Fighter. No, no. Oh, wait, that's Paul Costa. 42. He's 42. Dude's got the testosterone. Well, I was going to say of a 19-year-old, but that's not true. He has the testosterone levels that have never existed in humankind before. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, he's 42 and he looks amazing and he moves amazing and he, he's just Yeah, I remember making a comment to my friend while I was watching it and I was like, "Look at how good shape Romero's in and realize he is far and away the less fit person in the <laughs> ring right now." Because like like it was almost like like the mermaid effect where like you see if you just were to see a panel of Romero, you're like, "Man, that guy's really fit. Wow, it's impressive at his age." And then you see Costa and you're like, "Ah, no, I have my opinions changed <laughs> on you, Romero, because yeah. this guy's got one percent body fat. He's got just like striations all over his body from the muscles. Like, and th that was a really good fight. I enjoyed it. Uh, me too. Me too. And then, uh, so one thing about guys who were that heavily muscled is they tend to get tired out. And I think twice there were stoppages in that fight for like a groin kick or an eye poke or something. And oh yeah. Dominic Cruz, he's like, this is for the fans, really. 
they're just reloading. You know, like Romero's going to take all five minutes of this. He's going to charge up. And Costa was tired as well. And I was like, yeah, this is for the fans. I would happily take this 15 minute, same 15 minute long fight and split it into five rounds. Just take two of the rounds and give them breaks <laughs> so that they can charge at each other full speed again. It was fun to watch. Uh, I'm really thankful that I wasn't involved in that fight. I would be so yeah. smashed. He that- exaggerated his uh, eye thing and his getting hit in the nut thing. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really care either way, but my right. buddy who's really into UFC and, and like, does an amateur, he's really fucking good, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, was, like... He like after he got hit in the nuts, he was like, "Look at his lower belly fat." When, when they replay it, that's where it actually hit. But trust me, he's gonna be down for a minute because he is fucking tired. <laughs> yes. and, then, and then the eye thing happened, and he's like, "He didn't get clipped hardly at all." But watch again, that nut thing's gonna happen. He's gonna be out for a minute and like standing next to the like just doing that exasperated holding on to the side. <laughs> Ooh, gotta get myself back. No, no, really. This wait, which one was I holding? <laughs> Actually, it's both of them. It's both of them are pretty rough right now, man. That's the problem. I was but, happy with it. Yeah, no, I, Roll Romero cheats oh, inside and outside the ring, but in that particular kind of cheating, I felt like both fighters equally needed the rest. So I was cool with it. Yeah, go ahead, take your break, yeah. and then come back and swing those haymakers. Uh, I liked that one a lot, and then I liked. Um, uh, I, I've always been kind of indifferent or like. Just like, oh, those Diaz brothers, they seem mm-hmm. genuinely retarded. Yes. Like like really genuinely d- dumb people. <laughs> yes. And my buddy who was like kind of giving me the, the commentary and everything was like, yeah, he loves getting hit in the face. I used to not like him, but I think he's great now. And the more that fight went on when he was just eating shots to the face and doing like middle fingers and like putting his arms behind his back, I was like, this guy rules. I, come on, Nate. Win the fight. And so when he won, I, I liked that. Dude, they used to frustrate me. because I, I wish I could come up with a really great quote, but they would be like, Taylor, I totally respect your pampered ass who didn't earn anything he got. And he would mean <laughs> both of them. <laughs> they said that about GSP. It was actually his brother. And, and, and I'm like, how did that guy sincerely just praise and disrespect him in, the, in two sentences, back to yeah. back? And, and like, I, I just... Oh, they they never like, okay, Uh, this one again is Nick, not Nate, but he fought GSP and they went from California to maybe Toronto, which is like two or three time zones over. Mm -hmm. And he was fussing that no one told him it would not be the same time zone. And he's like, this is bullshit. You know, like, how was I supposed to know what time zone Toronto was in? Uh, I I get over here suddenly, like I have to sleep early or something and I can that's why I lost what the fight. Idiot. Dude, this idiot has fought in like every time zone. He's fought in Japan for years. Like, dude, the <laughs> fuck are you talking about that you don't know time zones? Maybe this- he's so dumb. He's like, no, Japan on the other side of the world. So they have opposite time. But I didn't know it changed <laughs> other than that. You know, just- <laughs> I, I don't know. How do we? They're, they never really owned up to their losses. Like, if it's a decision, they always think they won. If it's a knockout, they always think it was bullshit or a sub. But, like, they just, mm-hmm. I always thought they lost, like, without honor. But he also grows on me, and everyone loves Nate right now, and I'm no different. And you need a heel. You need characters like that. The next fight's heel. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, also a heel. Also, no bullshit. Also, totally down to. Th- fight in like hotels and shit like that and uh i i look forward to it heel versus heel 
sign me up. I want to see it. I want, and they're both badasses, and they seem to be in the same weight class. And I, nice. I look forward to that. The Cormier fight. Oh, I hate that Cormier. Cormier should have unfiltered love. He's a great guy. He's had loss in his life. He lost his dad when he was young. He lost his daughter when she was three. Uh, in spite of all that, he's gone to become a great athlete. Got fourth at the Olympics. Bummer, but fourth. Um, Still good. Two weight class world champion in the UFC. Uh, people say he lost to John Jones twice. I view it through a different lens. You know, he was scheduled to fight John Jones three times. Uh, the first time he, he lost, but we all know he's a steroid bitch. I think the second time the fight was uh, called off because he, Jones tested positive for steroids. The third time Jones won the fight and then they dated a no contest because Jones tested positive for steroids. And they're like, Cormier's just not as good as Jones. Bitch, Jones is cheating. He's cheating. He's on steroids. <laughs> Daniel Cormier's not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, stop acting like Jones is some masterful best ever when clearly he's just juicing better. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't get the love for that Jones guy. Probably because I've never actually watched a fight with him, I don't think. You wouldn't like it. It's just a five-round keep-your-distance fest, really. Oh, that seems boring. Yeah, he's, he's become, he used to be, like, a feared knockout fighter. Now he's just a boring-ass bitch point fighter. But um, point fighter. Yeah, I, I used to not like watching like when I would even like in middle school, like, like you're, you're not wrestling the whole time. You're wrestling meets. You're sitting there watching most of the time and watching people try not to get the pin, but instead just try and get like take down two points reversal <laughs> one point fucking, you know, jerk him off two points or whatever. <laughs> check I was your like, oil. This is Ten so points. boring. <laughs> check your oil. That depends on the sexual proclivities of the judge, but it can be up to 100 points. So, <laughs> you risk it. yes, yeah, I, I like that overall. And then the uh, um, the main event of Cormier versus Miocic, uh, that Miocic guy, he's a tough cookie. Like he he's a very very tough strong guy. Like I thought a couple times that uh, Cormier was gonna like edge him out, and then it seemed like Miocic was just like, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Like seriously, hit me again. Okay, you want you want to warm up your other hand too? No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and like pummel you now. So I thought that was a good fight. I was rooting for Miocic because I think he was the underdog, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, and so I, I rooted for the underdog in all of them, and I think I got a few right. <sighs> I I like Miocic and I like Cormier, and it was it was one of those fights where like I predicted Miocic won. I maybe wanted Cormier to win, but. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard that someone has to lose in these UFC fights. And uh, it, was, it was brutal. He lo Miocic lost the first round for sure. The second was close. And what did he win in? The fourth? Third or fourth? I forget. Something like that. Yeah. I, I'm not good at keeping track of the rounds. I just, I just watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he started finding the body, and he's a badass. And, and I thought he was going to lose, but I was wrong about why. I... When I watch him move, I see like the YouTube videos of him in training and I see him talking. He moves like an old man, like his back hurts, like like he makes noises from standing, you know, uh. they're putting his socks on. <laughs> yes. like all the other guys are like boxing those those like body bags right before. And he's like, oh, yeah, 
Okay, oh, all right, just one Popeye's spicy wing before I go out. <laughs> oh, it's fine. One I, Popeye's spicy, it'll help me. I promise. <laughs> Something Two at most, just a three piece. I I'm a big man. I can handle. Age was crushing him, and then when I saw him in the fight, I didn't really see that at all. Like he still seemed fast. He still, you know, he just he just had the wrong game plan. He just kept getting beat up. The other guy's a lot taller. Yeah, but Cormier's he's. Thick. He's so big and broad in his shoulders. His chest is wide. His, his hips are strong. He's got ass muscles. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he gets a hold of you, you go down. And when he's on top of you, it's very hard to do anything about that. And that was the game plan. He did it in the first round. Picked him up, slammed him, held him down for maybe three minutes, something like that. That was the game plan. After mm-hmm. that, he never tried it again. He just he, he thought he was winning by the punches and the kicks. And Well, he was not. I don't know anything about the the UFC stand-up game but as an amateur viewer I would have scored the stand-up portion heavily in the lean guy's favor because he was popping them and it was like he was popping them where it was like it, it was like a whole fist worth of distance more that he could get than <laughs> Cormier like it wasn't even close he could just kind of reach over and whop whop and Cormier was like god damn it let me let me get a two feet closer so I can throw one <laughs> that's the problem yeah the, the, what little guys absorb a ton of damage on the way in so if you're a wrestler like Cormier, you should have been able to close that distance, take him down, because he's amazing at that, and then hold it for three minutes and win a round. He could have done that repeatedly and, and kept the belt, probably. But instead, he decided to just repeatedly try to come through that danger zone all night long, and in the end, he got knocked out. So, bummer. But I didn't want Miocic's career to be over either. So he's a he's a great guy and arguably the best oh, heavyweight ever. A lot of people would say Fedor, but huh. Miocic has. I didn't know claim. he was. I didn't know he was that good. I, yeah. I thought he was a younger guy. No, he's thirty-seven. Shit. Heavyweights are old. Yeah, they they never seem to really you know lightweights twenty-seven, thirty. They they peak. Heavyweights seem to peak in their late thirties and. Because they're so speed driven, the lighter guys, so they just lose that edge. Whereas these guys like train getting beat up and just they develop old man strength. Yeah, hand speed and reaction to that hand speed is just huge in the lighter weights. In the heavier weights, I guess being a wily veteran is a key thing because they always seem to succeed later at heavyweight. Man, 19 and 3. Who are these guys out there who are like two and 41 to help <laughs> make these records possible? Because like, I feel like every UFC fighter I look up, like I looked up, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nate Diaz. And it was like 20 and 11. Yeah. And I was like, that sucks. What are you? Th- the other guys are that the Russian Muslim dudes, 27 and 0, Connor's right. this and that. And then I thought, I'm like, huh. How would I feel if the Blues started out next season 20 and 11? I'd be like, well, I'd be pretty stoked on that. That's a great record. And I was thinking more like, oh, shit. Like, who who are these guys that are just getting their shit rocked day in and day out to make, or is it just a couple guys or a a litany of guys who show up, lose three fights, and then Traditionally in the UFC, it's always been okay to lose a fight because not the end. In boxing, you lose a match and you're done. Like people don't care about. Oh, he's eighteen and one. Ha! Is there anyone undefeated who we can yeah. you know, build some hype around? But in MMA, guys can be nineteen eleven and very respected. Like like Nate Diaz falls in the. Oh, he's twenty now. I guess he just won. Uh, 
it's when you see a record like Khabib's 27 and 0, you start to dissect it. Like, who are these O's? Like, how did how did people lose? Their, you know, who, how good is his record? What is the quality of his opponent? But mm-hmm. now that it seems like there's more really good records than there used to be. Are people padding them? I don't know. John Jones, I'm always taking shots at him because he's human scum, but half <laughs> of his wins are over middleweights. He fights at light. For people who don't know, middleweight is 185 pounds. Light heavyweight is 205. John Jones, half of his wins are over guys not in his weight class. I, I, I could, I could, his last one, Diego Santos, that guy came from 185. Anthony Smith came from 185. Um, Chael Sonnen was from 185. Vitor Belfort was from 185. Rashad Evans had time at 185. Loida Machada came at 185. Um, and now we're getting to people that I don't names i barely know but yeah dudes that ha, when people look at fedora's record in hindsight who's are some people would say he's the greatest mm-hmm. heavyweight ever he has all these like japanese cans that you've never heard of on you know on his undefeated streak people will look at john jones and be like dude that guy looked down in weight classes constantly to find opponents that he could beat and right now he's doing it again Everyone wants to see John Jones versus Stipe, that heavyweight that just won. And, and John got, Jones is light, is lighter light heavyweight. Stipe. Yeah, well, not a little bit. Stipe weighed 230 last time. If John Jones doesn't cut weight, he's like 225 or something. Like mm-hmm. In college, they were both wrestlers. They both wrestled at 197. So they're like the same mm-hmm. size frame. They're roughly the same size person. But Stipe doesn't cut weight, shows up at 230. John does cut weight, makes it to 205 for a few minutes. They're about the same size. But most people, like, I'd be surprised if John Jones stepped up and fought at heavyweight. Instead, he's trying to get the 185-pounder guy, Israel Alessania, to come up and fight him. And it's like at fucking... At 195? At 205, yeah. 205. Yeah, so he, he's always looking down, trying to find some smaller man to fight him. Because huh. he's a pussy. Who, what a Who dick. could beat me with one hand and his ankles tied together. I still think he gets me. <laughs> but but uh, still, no respect. I will beat up John Jones as long as I'm given a heads up and my gun's loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Wings had that, and I was pretty impressed with it. He was coming up with a game plan in which he could beat Joe Lozon, and he's like, I would have him meet me in the field, and then I'd be in the tree line with a 12-time scope. (laughs) I was like, okay, Wings, I think think you would win. So the way you win the fight is you have to literally murder a man. I like his odds. Oh, like he's his... down for the count. Even John Jones' quick reflexes can't block a 308 to the sternum. 1,290. Wait, 1,292 feet per minute? Nice moves by Wings of Redemption. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wings outreaches him there drastically at 0.3 miles away. Uh, have you been gaming at all? Uh,. The only game I've played recently has been uh, on the Nintendo Switch that uh, that I got, and oh. that's been Super Super Smash Brothers. I'm having fun with, and then Super Mario, but or not Super Mario, uh, Mario Kart. And even then, it's more just like if I have company over, if my girlfriend and I want to play Super. Like I, I like that about Nintendo now. games; they're very social. Yeah, yeah. It's like they create party games somehow, and. Mm-hmm. What I'm playing is I'm playing World War Z still, and I'm getting 
I want to say I'm good, but I'm getting competent. Uh, there's six mm-hmm. levels. I've beaten it on the hardest one, but I usually play the fourth hardest. And with that, I, I wouldn't say I can carry noobs through, but I can help people who aren't as good as me complete the level. That's, that's yeah. where I am. And uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Finally not sucking at it. It took a while to get there. I haven't played that game. The next one I'm looking forward to is the the newest Age of Empires. I don't know if you ever played Age of Empires PC. It was a blast. It came out in like 2001 or no, no, like maybe even late 90s, the first one that kind of sucked. But it was so much fun, like a top-down strategy, like uh, like that game Age of Mythology that Kyle and I got really into a couple of years ago. So I'm looking forward to that one. I'm definitely going to buy it. But other than that, like I just don't get sucked into games like I used to. I've got one Not I at all. play. I, I've been looking forward to Excuse me, looking forward to this for months now. Halo. I'd never play I wasn't a Halo guy. When Halo was big, I was still in school and I mm-hmm. like everyone says they don't have the time, but I truly didn't have any time. I just worked and slept, really. So I don't really know the Halo legend, that song. Oh, I don't yeah. I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kyle lays out um universes. He, he like sort of theatrical environments or problems in a way that's very compelling. And he's like, you know, you are master chief. When the demons hear you, they run scared and this happens and that. And and I'm like, I can't wait to see this. I didn't know how good it was. And I think it's co-op too. They're all co-op. So Colin and I can like Mm -hmm. enjoy this together. And that's what I want. Halo for PC. And I just feel like I'm waiting forever. I like Kyle got me excited about it six months ago, and it's still not happening. So yeah, I I really enjoyed uh, Halo One and Two when it came out on the regular the original Xbox, and then I think Halo Two just came out on 360. Maybe I don't remember. It was quite a while ago. It's weird to think the 360 is that old. Yeah, like I still have it in my head as kind of like ooh one of those one of those new consoles, <laughs> but then it came out like 2004 or probably something like that. But I. I, I had fun with Halo. I never got good at it. Mm. Like when I played online or if we played four uh, split screen, like four player uh, split screen with friends, I would usually get molested. Like I sucked. It wasn't until COD 4 that I put enough time into a first person shooter that I was like, oh shit, like I'm actually decent at this. Right. People like, should want me on this team. That was my peak in COD skill was <laughs> COD 4 and the first half of Modern Warfare 2 and it was just a calamitous decline after that because I didn't have as much fun playing it. Like I think it, I peaked yeah. Black Ops 2 maybe. Yeah, Black, Black Ops 2 I mean to say. Uh, the maps got... So I was kind of a very careful move from position of advantage to position of advantage through most of COD. And then people wanted to see more rushing gameplay, and that became a measure of how good a player was. Mm-hmm. And I realized that getting the jump on someone, whether it was lag comp or whatever, was another way to control the engagement. Like, if you're standing there looking, and I jump into sight and, and see you, I probably have the advantage. Like, so, and they just had maps for it, too, where you could run around, and there was always close quarters fights mm-hmm. in Black Ops 2. And that was probably my peak, because I could actually rush. Uh, in that game and i'm sure i would suck now but uh yeah i learned to rush in black ops 2 and it was fun yeah that i always rushed not because <laughs> i thought it like i just i i was so impatient in those games like if i tried to play like wings or uh someone who's more conservative where they're like all right i'm gonna sit back here and i'm gonna aim right at that gap 
And it may take five minutes, may take seven minutes, but someone's going to come through. I'd always, <laughs> I'd always be like when I first started a new COD, and I'm like, man, I'm going to do that thing where I just ratchet up my KD for the first like two gaming sessions, where then I can be like, hey boys, my KD is a uh, 2.9, uh -huh. and then it would be like, but I, I'd get in like two minutes into my first or second game, and I'd be like, this is fucking gay. I'm running around, and then <laughs> just run around and and. and I don't know. I, I never had fun playing conservatively. It was always more fun to even even ruin the spawn and things. And I wasn't playing with you guys. Just <laughs> it was boring to just pin him there. Run in, get a couple kills, let him spawn back over there. Oh, now you got something else to do. I I, 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 I always that. wanted to win. That's what I like doing, winning and like spawn trapping was a really effective, especially in domination. You had to hold the spawn trap for a while. And, yeah. You know, you do that for two minutes and you kind of lock in a win, and that was my version of fun. That that's what I liked. And then when YouTube came along, and suddenly like people really measured the kills and deaths. You know, if you could get a thirty-five and three type game, it's like, oh, that's worth posting. You know that, mm -hmm. and that just came with a sort of pressure. And I created these rules for myself. I never backed out of a game, and oh, I did all the time. Right, I would never back out of a game because that would let my team down. And um, there's another thing. Oh, I always like caught flags and tried, like, was the team player, the guy that you'd want on your team. And mm -hmm. I used to almost envy guys. Like, I, I guess I'll just say his name. White Boy 7 Street. That guy backed out of so many games, like, all the time. He, he ran um, Last Chance, and he, would, he was so good at backing out that as he was falling, he'd back out and not die. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even get a kill. <laughs> and it really helps you. Like, he would play, I'm going to estimate, like three times more games per hour than me because I would finish games that were never going to be YouTube yeah, were games. Yeah. They might even be wins, but, you know, no one's posting 25 and 17, you know, kill losses or win, death, mm -hmm. kill deaths, I'm trying to say. So, uh, yeah, I was like, man, I, I think I could have. One time I started going for nukes and all of a sudden I was getting tons of kills and like my KD was doing way better. And it's like, dude, ignoring flags, that helps a lot. Like it, it, you'd be surprised if you could just go around the edges and go for the easy things instead of, you know, the more contested areas of the map. It helps mm -hmm. a ton. And, but yeah, I had these self-imposed rules that always hurt my scores. But anyway, I had no such rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but good times. I haven't had a Kyle update. I haven't either. I'm sure we'll get one pre-show on Thursday for us to read I would on. I like that. They got my address so that we could talk, but it fell off there. I need to I need to follow up with Kitty and see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want him on. That would be fun. Want him on or just real time update. or a, or a pre-recorded bit or something like that. Yeah. Or just, or just talk to him. I yeah. Like yeah. I guess <laughs> I just want to, how's he doing? I, I think I'm not worried about him at all. He's, I think there's no danger. Fight. I bet that's true. And uh, lots of boredom, just sort of waiting it out. That's going to be the main thing. Kyle's so used to, you know, electronic stimulation entertainment that the boredom's going to be the thing that's struggles. But he's already almost a quarter of the way through. He's going to be a okay. That's right. All right. Yep. <sighs> PKN two sixty one.